Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. questions about your role in what they do potentially you always accuse me of trying to get rid of you which i'm not okay but i kind of wanted to ask mac like if if there was a role for you that you could still do this show Mm -hmm. and help the athletic department which i know you love and the university which i know you love if there's a role for you in the athletic department but like, does he have like a part-time role that you could take on? Yeah, I think but we got to cause I think, problems. I think we have a lot of other stuff that we could talk about besides oh, that. Oh, we've got. I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. Just like I'm surely not going to listen to how you tell me how to do it. So I get it. I understand where you're coming from. I don't tell you how to do your. No, I know you don't. I agree. I'm smart. I'm and glad about better that. Better than that. Uh, it is funny how people love to tell other people how to do their jobs. Though we will not tell Chris McIntosh how to do his job. But we will welcome him into the program. Joining us now, he is the athletic director at the University of Wisconsin. He is Chris McIntosh. Mac, good morning. How are you, buddy? How you doing, Jason? Uh, well, I've got a problem, and I need you to help. You, you know, you're leading one of the premier athletic departments in athletics in colleges, and I learned today, and I, I'm sure Tausch has mentioned this before, and I just forgot, but. I found this great poster from the 1998 team. And there's Tausch with his baby face trying to look tough in the picture. And I said, well, this is, you know, it's, it's got a bunch of autographs on it. I'm really excited about having found it. And then, A, we've already got a copy of it in the studio. But, B, I was like, well, hey, Chris McIntosh is on it, so it's going to be really valuable. Well, it turns out you're not on it because Tausch was on two senior posters yeah. and he's on the one with you the next year. <laughs> is that... Think of that, you know, just think if the NFT world had existed. Oh man, the, the amount of cash. <laughs> I don't rec- I don't even remember what this that poster was. Are in my second year Max first senior year. Uh, <laughs> I I have no clue what it was. I remember when Wunch and that whole crew had the motorcycles out on uh, what is now Barry Alvarez Field, but otherwise I yeah I don't remember how that uh, how that all played out. The, the motorcycle poster might have been the baddest yes. poster of them all, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because they kind of get they got more they got more you know more pedestrian as the years went on. Yes, so, indeed. Do you have Do you remember what your pose was for your senior poster? And is it framed <laughs> at the athletic director's office? Is it rolled up in a tube somewhere? 
uh, more the latter, rolled up in a tube somewhere. I, I, the reason I I do know what it, what the pose was, and, and the reason I do is because you know my kids found it uh, at one point, and now they hold it over my head. So it's this you know this picture holding a, a, a like some Dewalt you know sawzall or something like that on a construction <laughs> site, trying to trying to look trying to look all bad with it. But uh, yeah, so. You know, they, they, we had a lot of fun with those back in there. You know, there was, a, there was a, quite a bit of pride that was taken in those uh, at, at the time. And, and you know, now, you know, whatever, you know, almost 25 years later, it's, it, it's almost like the tattoo that you wish you hadn't gotten back in the day. Like, you know, it kind of hangs over you. <laughs> Not that I have any of those. No, I was just going to ask. I don't know. Do you want to do you want to disclose <laughs> no. any of that? I doubt you do. Uh, Mac, you no. mentioned NFTs and NIL, and we're seeing a, an obscene amount of money getting thrown around now. With you know whether it's in the SEC or what. I guess from your standpoint as the athletic director at Wisconsin, how do you approach this, and what's the obviously taking care of the student athletes and not being taken advantage of? But how do you balance all this, and what's kind of the program's mindset so far on NIL? And some of that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, to start with, we're very supportive of of NIL and and you know our athletes' ability, athletes, you know, in, in the in the collective sense, our athletes' ability to participate in it and to benefit from it and to to monetize it, and I think it it has the ability to provide great experience and great exposure and can lead to all kinds of great possibilities for our for our kids both in the short term and in the, in the long term so so we're highly supportive of it i think you know what you read about um you know taking place across the country or parts of the country right now um is really concerning um i don't think you know what you read about is what nil was intended to be um it was not it was certainly not intended to be a recruiting inducement um and it's hard to you know, given the information that we see every day, it's hard to distinguish that sometimes. Um, but, you know, generally speaking, I'm really excited for our athletes here. And, and I think, uh, you know, there's been examples of some really interesting and, and intriguing uh, opportunities and partnerships for our kids uh, that have been, that have been healthy. I, I, you know, I would, I, I think, you know, our, this community uh, and kind of Badger fans in general have embraced, the opportunity, and I, and I would encourage them to continue to do so. So, Mac, you just said it's it was not meant as kind of an inducement. How do you regulate this? What if you were in charge of all of that? How, in a best case scenario, what do you do? Well, you know, I I think it's a it's a it's a difficult time right now um, to regulate it, and I think I think that's the challenge that the NC2A has before them. Um, one of the reasons that it's a difficult time to regulate is because, you know, there are dozens of states with, you know, individual and unique state law around NIL. And so it's, it's, it's you know, virtually impossible to have a kind of one-size-fits-all uniform policy. Um, and, and so, you know, that, that you know, I, I mean, I think that's unprecedented. I, I'm not sure. I can't think of another example uh, or another issue in which that's happened. And so that, that makes it incredibly different, difficult to, to legislate in a consistent fashion nationally. I, I think 
know, we have been advocates for uh, some form of of national reform or or you know that would result in consistency. Um, we've been you know supportive of the idea that uh, there may be a congressional solution that, that I think wouldn't necessarily uh, be limited to uh, NIL. Um, but you know that's there's a lot of there's a lot of balls in the air right now, and, and uh, it's just a college athletics is in a it, it's in a dynamic period, and it's in a state of flux right now, and and that makes it really difficult uh, to navigate. Talking with University of Wisconsin athletic director and the star of the 1999 University of Wisconsin football poster, getting back to work. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which I got to be honest, I'm struggling. I found the photo. I'm struggling to find Tausch, so I'm wondering if he may have been photoshopped out of it. Probably did. Yeah, there was a water bottle spritzing everybody to make sure everybody knew how hard we were working with sweat and things like that. Uh, Mac, yeah. you mentioned you mentioned the uh, the college athletics being in flux and in a dynamic period, and I know we talked about this when you came on before you even got the job, but I'm wondering. Tausch asked about NIL. The other aspect of this that I think causes college athletics to be in such flux is the transfer portal. And we've talked a lot about it on this show. Look, I love college athletics. I cover the Packers, but if I'm going to watch sports for my own enjoyment, it's going to be college sports. And I do, to some degree, worry about college basketball and college football especially because of these dynamic changes. When you look at the transfer portal, how do you view it as an administrator, both the positives of it and the challenges of it for your own coaching staffs and your own student athletes. Yeah, I, you know, I think there's a lot of parallels between, you know, how we got to where we are in the transfer portal and how we got to where we are with regard to NIL. And, you know, I, you know, so the pros and cons of the transfer portal. I, I think it, you know, it was a, it was a well-intentioned um, development that that received a lot of support that is to to allow student athletes some flexibility to uh change schools and and to change programs given and this was happening but it was happening through a waiver process that was less than ideal and 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 clunky and time consuming and and um so you know there's some reform that was developed around this and and so i think again it was well-intentioned and um but I don't think that the intent of providing that flexibility um, was to land at a place, you know, like we are today. And, um, and you know, when that issue was debated, um, it was done in the absence of NIL. And, you know, so one of the, you know, more concerning, um, you know, pieces of this for me is how the combination of, the flexibility granted in the in transfers now through the transfer portal in combination with NIL will affect college athletics and it will affect rosters and and um, and so you know uh, time time will tell on that we're we're really early in in the cycles uh, you know we're we're not even a year into an NIL world where there's the kind of flexibility that exists with transfer portals and so it'll be interesting to see. How that plays out, but it's that part of it is really concerning. 
All right, Mac, we uh, we don't make any apologies. I don't have to cover the University of Wisconsin Athletic Department, so I can say that we like you around here. We I can say that I, I really like Gardo, uh, and so we're happy for all the success the Badger basketball team has had. It is crazy to think that it wasn't that many months ago that someone was surreptitiously recording a meeting and then sending it to Jim Polzine of the Wisconsin State Journal uh, mysteriously. And there were all these questions about this program and Coach Guard. And now I'm looking at where they are and the coaching job he has done and the explosion of Johnny Davis onto the scene and everything else. And, and it's I'm so happy to see that for everyone involved. What has it been like for you over the past year as you have watched that scenario unfold and now the success that that team has had? Yeah, well, I mean, I share your I share your sentiment, Jason. I, I think I'm I'm I couldn't be happier for our program, more specifically for Coach Guard and his staff, and for our players. Um, you know, they have gone through a lot in the last few years, and you mentioned you know the situation that they were confronted with last year. Um, but you know, prior to that, you know, this is a team that endured the tragedy with Howard Moore and his family, and there's been, um, you know, the last few years, there's been challenges that they have faced. And, um, you know, I think, you know, the outside world, you know, put forth a lot of questions about about Coach Guard and the program, the state of the program. And, and you know, maybe some of that was reflected in, in some of the predictions prior to the season. Um, I think, you know, I think – Anybody that's followed our program or the Badgers in general for any period of time realizes that, you know, many of the times when we're at our best and when we, uh, when we finish like we have this year, it's when we've been counted out and when, when we haven't been uh, the pick, when, when we've been the underdog. And, and uh, this team and this coaching staff just, I think, are just great representatives of what it means to be a Badger, what what we stand for, and what's important to us. And, and um, you know, I was vocal last summer about my support for Greg. Um, I was confident that we were going to be able to get through some challenging times. Um, you know, what I think is one thing, what, you know, Greg thinks and what the players in that locker room think are really the important thing. And, and um, that's what makes you know, the situation that we're in right now, heading down to Milwaukee, such a satisfying feeling for everybody involved. You know, I got one more for you, Mac, and, and you're right. I mean, not only with Howard and his family, but also they were the hottest team in basketball at the time that the pandemic hit, and they didn't have an NCAA tournament then to play, and they have been through mm-hmm. a lot. Uh, and then they went through a little bit more a couple of weeks ago. When the handshake line turned into a bit of a melee, and and I I gotta say, you know, again, uh, biases notwithstanding, I I thought it was great. I wish I got the kind of support from Tausch that Coach Guard got from you. You showing up at the press conference and speaking. I mean, I thought that was really a beautiful show of support that I wish I got around here a little more frequently. Um, but I did think it was great that you did that. And I'm wondering, from your perspective, what that was like as an administrator to go through, 
how you go through the process of, hey, uh, another team's coach just punched one of our, or open hand whacked one of our guys. What was that like, and how important was it from an administrator standpoint to have the opportunity to work with the Big Ten and get that resolved? Because the one thing I don't want to see happen is us to eliminate sportsmanship because of something like this and there not be handshake lines, and I'm wondering where you stand on that, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I don't I don't think we should eliminate handshake lines. And I, I do think that, you know, uh, we, you know, we model to, you know, the world, to, to youth sports, to, to kids, what sportsmanship is supposed to be and what it's supposed to look like. And, um, and so I don't, I don't think we should, we should do away with that. Um, you know, I, in terms of, you know what it was like. I, um, I guess, you know, I I played a role as an administrator, but it didn't feel like that at the time. I felt like, you know, a, a need to. It felt like more like supporting family at that moment in time. And um, you know what made it difficult at that particular moment in time was, you know, Coach Gard had just come off the court and you know had a you know, a perspective in what had taken place, but, you know, hadn't had a chance to see the video. And, and um, obviously, as I stated, I had had a chance to talk to Commissioner Warren. And um, I just, I felt it was important um, to sit next to Greg and to share, you know, uh, what my perspective was on it. And I, um, you know, it was a, it was a challenging um it was a really challenging moment, uh, and and you know to follow that week, I feel like our team. I was really proud of our of our team and the way that, um, you know, they responded to it and and the way, you know, they kind of collectively developed their own statement and, you know, they were just forward thinking in this and and not dwelling on it and, you know, and and you know that's the team that went on to to clinch a share of the Big Ten title. And, and uh, so it did, uh, you know, the worst thing that could have happened was that they were hung up on it and it, it cost them. And they, you know, they went on the road uh, shortly thereafter. I think it was that following Wednesday, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and and beat uh, Minnesota on the road. And, and so, you know, that was, um, that was, it was an, another challenging week, but our program got through it. I, I think, I think we can all be really proud of the way our, our team, our our athletes, uh, dealt with the situation, and um, you know we were anxious to move on and and uh, and try to win the Big Ten. All right, Max. So you obviously have to be excited. A lot of Badger fans down in Milwaukee, even though that is Marquette playing at Fiserv. It is set up beautifully from a Badger fan standpoint, and obviously from the team standpoint, they're going to get all the support. How exciting is it for you that Wisconsin is getting to kind of stay home for the first two rounds of this tournament? Yeah, I mean it's incredible, Tosh. I, I, I'm, I mean I'm thrilled for our team and for our program. Um, you know, Jason mentioned, you know, a season in which, you know, the tournament was canceled and then, you know, a season in which they, you know, generally speaking, weren't able to play in front of fans. And now for them to have to have earned an opportunity uh, to play in Milwaukee and, you know, some of the, 
you know, some of the most uh, memorable Badger moments have come in, in environments like this. I mean, that Fiserv is going to be rocking on Friday night. And it just makes me – I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm so happy for our, for our fans and for our players and for our coaches um, to be able to – to enjoy that kind of an environment, uh, just one of those kind of magical moments, and and I know uh, they're fired up about it too. Mac, do you think that uh, Fiserv has a chance? I know the Big Ten tournaments usually either Chicago or Indy. Do you think that we'll see it anytime soon? Come to Milwaukee? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about timing. I, I will say this: you know, Milwaukee in conjunction with Fiserv. Um, it's, you know, has transformed itself. And, and um, you know, I mean, I grew up just outside of Milwaukee and, and I have, you know, recollection of what it used to be when I was a kid and what it is today and how attractive it is uh, for large events and, and you know, conventions. And and uh, it's, a, it's an attractive place. And I think, you know, they'll gain more and more traction as time goes on. You know, to watch what happened there last summer with the Bucks and, and how great of an experience it was for, you know, I mean, I think estimates were there, you know, upwards of a million people within a, you know, 20 block radius of that place. It, it was, it's incredible. I think it'll get more and more attention. What that means for basketball tournaments in the future, I think it, I think we should be optimistic about that. Yeah. I like to hear that. Uh, Mac, last one for me. What, you know, Coach Alvarez would always talk about how important sports is to the overall university, and obviously thinking back to that first Rose Bowl and how that led to more admissions. And it, this is the time of the year; it always feels like it's great for the university for the exposure that you get. Obviously, Milwaukee's going to get a ton of great stuff, but just how vital sports is to the overall part of the university experience. I'm sure you have some things to say about that. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, and. I would say, you know, it, it's reciprocated as well. You know, we, you know, our coaches are recruiting uh, talented young people in highly competitive situations. And, you know, uh, you know I, I, I take pride in the fact that uh, we take pride in the fact that our program is an asset to this university and can provide exposure and the, and the way we go about our business, you know, is, is aligned with, you know, the culture and the brand of, of this university, but, but, you know, it's also reciprocated, you know, we're, we're recruiting talented young people. And part of that recruitment is the fact that you can come to a world, you can come to a, a university like this and receive a world-class education. And so, you know, I think we've got a great relationship, a symbiotic relationship with our campus and, um, you know, a, an opportunity like the one that uh, you know we look at this weekend on a big stage is a great opportunity to showcase all the all the great things about this university. Mac, how many ticket requests did you get from people? It's been ridiculous, but that, that's listen. That's a great problem to have this time of year. Amen. <laughs> did you get one from Tausch, and did you fill it? I cannot confirm nor deny that I got one from Tausch. <laughs> Mac, we appreciate you always making time for us. I have about a thousand other questions, but we know you've got an athletic department to run, so you'll have to come back uh, perhaps as the Badgers get ready for maybe a Final Four. Thanks for your time, buddy. We appreciate it. No problem. Happy to help. I'm Wisconsin. And getting back to work. That is 
Chris McIntosh. She is getting back to work as an athletic director, and that poster, I'll say this, uh, I'm looking for some tools, and there's some tools in that photo. That's for sure. No clue. Like I I know I can picture a little bit of it, but I've seen this poster a thousand times. I don't think I'd struggle. I know Ronnie was in it. I'd struggle with that poster, I think. Maybe I need you to pop that one up, too. All right, I will post that poster 